0: Hey everyone, welcome to today's show and yes, I am bringing you more goodness than you would ever expect on this Thursday. Why am I saying this because today you are going to get the ABCs, the 101 to 201 in all Things botanical beauty wise. We're going to talk about the ins and outs of what you need to know when you are selecting product lines. And we're even going to go all the way into, yeah, you're hearing me right. We're going to talk about DODOD, that deodorant that you're putting in the pits. We're going to discuss what you should and shouldn't be doing around that and I've got a lot to ask. So today I am super super excited to introduce you all to Kara Rice. She is the founder and CEO of Me Time Botanicals. She shares how her she actually transitioned from surviving physically abusive marriage into boosting other women's confidence through a simplified, multitasking skincare routine. You heard me right. We're like going to go there with an abusive marriage and how she came through it and now helps women with the skincare routine to actually heal, heal what's ever going on, not only on the outside, with this incredible beauty line, but also on the inside. So how good does that sound? You're listening to the Relaunch Podcast, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, bestselling author, speaker, and transformational coach, widely recognized in the worlds of neuropsychology and business launches, which cultivated the one and only 3HQ method helping midlife women, yep, that's me too, rebuild a life of purpose, possibility, and inspiring business ventures. Each week, we'll be diving into the stories that brought upon the most inspirational relaunches while sharing the methods and the secrets that they learned along the way so that you too can have not just an ordinary relaunch, but an extraordinary relaunch. Kara, thank you for being here today and for what you're going to be sharing and educating us on in so many different ways.
1: I'm so glad you're having me on the show. I cannot wait to share with you my journey and walk you through exactly where I came and where I'm going and where I hope to be able to inspire other women.
0: Well, there's no doubt that you will do that. And I know that so many women these days, especially, were trying to figure out you know, how do we take care of ourselves? How do we not put poisons into our body? And I am really interested in getting you have this top 10 things that, you know, kind of the myth, myth busters of what we think we know. So super excited to discuss some of those as well. But let's talk a little bit, just to set the stage here of how you got into the skincare beauty business because it started out not exactly what you were hoping for in your life and your marriage. So can we go back and talk about your relaunch and how you've gotten from there to here?
1: Absolutely. So kind of my whole journey through life has always been putting other people first And forgetting that I cannot pour from an empty cup. And I was in a physically abusive, emotionally abusive marriage um, from the love of my life. And realizing through that journey, I wasn't in a safe space. I wasn't in a good space mentally and physically, and I was not putting myself first. Um, I poured everything else into everyone and forgetting that I could not function as a human being. And I I lost myself. I lost my soul. And finally realizing that I needed to... Put my own mental health first and my own sanity and safety first. That I did the most difficult thing I ever had to do um, was basically all boils down to knowing and acting on the fact that I had to love me more and I had to love my health more and my. Self care was lacking,
0: before, and before we go into that part of it, though, you said that this is ex husband, yes, that you you mentioned that it was the love of your life, yes. So how like how long were you guys together?
1: Um, we were together. Um, I would say about seven years, and. The abuse and physical abuse and mental abuse basically started from, oh, maybe six months in. But really, go ahead. But still, the love of it was—it was this intoxicating love that was a roller coaster. It was when it was great, it was amazing. When it was bad, when it was bad, it was horrible. And that roller coaster sent me on this wild ride. And um, trying to get off that roller coaster was the most difficult thing.
0: And so you, you said that he didn't actually become violent for about six months into the marriage. That's right. And was there something that happened that caused him to change?
1: No, I think it was just more of a... Um, people get comfortable. People get plate complacent and start ser- showing their true colors. And I think that's where more more of that came around.
0: And how long did you date before you got married?
1: Um, I knew him pretty much my whole life.
0: No way.
1: Yeah.
0: So then you, which I think is even harder, right? Because you've known right. him forever. And then this behavior starts both physically and emotionally. Yeah. And so- you you finally you said you you decided that you know you had to have knowing and acting you, you knew something that this wasn't as you said the the good times were great but then it just became so bad was there a point where you literally was just you just said to yourself i can't take this
1: anymore absolutely um every time something traumatic would happen i would pack my bags try to walk out the door and in my head I was coaching myself Kara just walk out the door you'll be better in the long run Kara just you've got to get out the door and essentially he would talk me into staying before I was able to get out of the door so I would stay another six months four months three months until the next event and then we would start that vicious cycle all over again but finally um It wasn't, it was a series of events that finally led me to realize that for my own safety and my own well-being, I had to finally take the leap and be brave. And even though I loved him, I knew that my health and my, my mental health needed to come first.
0: And Kara, did you ever confide in somebody?
1: Um, no, not really. Um, that, that, that's not something that you're, um, you, um, you talk about while it's happening. It's, it's, it's so easy to just put on the good, the good show for someone, right? Um, so they don't know exactly what's all going on, but then afterwards, that's when you can really open up and tell your story and hopefully that other women that are in the exact same situation, can realize, okay, if this woman walked away from the love of her life, even though he was abusive and mentally abusive and physically abusive, I can do the same. You just have to be brave and do it scared.
0: And how long ago did you walk away from this marriage?
1: Um, 2015.
0: Okay. So it's been about a little over seven years now. Yes, that's correct. And, and so are you surprised now as you tell your story, Are people coming out and sharing their stories with you?
1: Absolutely.
0: Are are you surprised how many people are in these types of toxic relationships?
1: You know, actually, I'm not surprised um, by how many people are in these toxic relationships, because I think they're so easy to get wrapped up in. And um, they're so difficult to get out of. And I think women, once they know that they're in a safe space, they can talk and they can open up and share their experiences and their feelings. And um, I think that is, I think that's, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to, to bring in something that would give women a chance to really Mm -hmm. pour them, pour something into themselves instead of pouring it out for others. And and that's really kind of how me time came about. Mm,
0: So let's, Let's talk about this. That you ended up leaving this toxic relationship, and what were you what what were what were you doing at that point in terms of a career and in terms of what your work was?
1: Yeah, well, actually, actually, I was um, in accounting and finance and um, working in a, a very um, high-stressing job where I would work seventy hours a week. On top of going through this emotional roller coaster that I was going through. And I was able to more or less pour myself into my work as I was transitioning out of this relationship. And during all of this time, I would find different ways to self care because my job was very stressful. Through the stressful position I had on top of the marriage, my skin was broken out i was getting massive headaches i just i just wasn't healthy and through that i began to do yoga and i began to just play around with different masks and hair masks and body treatments and all the fun things that make you feel good and make you feel beautiful because at that time I was a broken shell mm-hmm. of a woman mm-hmm. and I needed something that would heal my soul and heal and heal myself as I was going through that process. And yoga was, yoga was a, my safe space. I would cry and cry on my mat just mm-hmm. because I was able to really release that tension and release that stress and, and begin to heal. Um, and as I was playing around with different skincare products that I was creating mm-hmm. Because it was just an outlet for myself.
0: That so that's really that's really interesting. So as you're crying, what kind of yoga were you doing?
1: Any type of yoga. I love restorative yoga. I love Yin yoga because the Type A women that can't stop moving and love to be doing this, that, and the other, they need Yin yoga because that's where you learn to pause and to really pull back the onion, pull back the layers.
0: Mm, uh-huh. That is, I'm, I'm glad that we talked about that because I think a lot of times people hear yoga and then they get right into that, like the core yoga and you're sweating and you're moving and you're, you know, that's not what you're talking about. You're talking about that, you know, that very meditative type of yoga where you have to start to like pause and figure it out. But now what you said was really interesting. You're starting to create cuz who doesn't love like a good mask right i agree with you you put that on and it's like it just makes you feel like you're doing something good for yourself no doubt but you started to actually take it one step further and started to make up your own concoctions
1: yes so instead
0: um, of instead of a cook in a kitchen you were like okay i'm not going to eat this stuff i'm going to put it all over my body and thanks, so how guys. did you how did you just like start to think about, okay, what if I mix these two things together?
1: Well, uh, kind of like you mentioned, you know, but it's what a chef does, right? They they open up their pantry, they open up their refrigerator, and they see all these wonderful ingredients. And they come up with these delicious nutrient meals, right, that we all pay wonderful dollars for to enjoy these beautiful plated meals. Well, it's the same thing in skincare. When you're using gorgeous botanicals that are in your refrigerator or or in your pantry, you're able to whip up these beautiful things. Um, It was very intuitive for me to be able um, to, to decide what ingredients I would want to put in. It's, it's almost like Cooking right um, what what would be great for your inside would be great on your skin, and I started playing around, and as I was playing around with masks and body treatments, one they made me feel so amazing and relaxed and it it gave me it gave me me time it gave me time for myself, and through that my skin began, began to heal. So I realized, Hmm, I'm onto something. And how many women are, you know, at the end of the day, they're exhausted. They are, you know, from their day, they don't want this complicated skincare routine. And if they're pouring themselves into everyone else, they need a few minutes of me time to recharge. And that's kind of how me time came about.
0: How much do we love the me time? That is so, so good. And I do think that there is, I know there's a whole lot of statistics out there around beauty products, around negative, like these horribly toxic, you talk about ingredients that are put in there. You really wanted to focus on that really, as you called it, a bio, what did you say? Biotanical or what did you,
1: how did you? Well, they're um, they're they're bioavailable ingredients yeah. um, that are all plant forward, plant based. That I use to formulate skincare.
0: So, how do you keep how do you keep them if they're all natural? Just like things, you know, get bad in the fridge. How do you make sure that you know you're you can't use the whole product in one week? You know, you right. wanted to you wanted to stay on the shelf a little bit. But how do yep. you make sure that it's not going to you know, get moldy and, and start to smell really, really, really bad?
1: Absolutely. So I went to an organic cosmetic science school to learn how to formulate and work with natural ingredients to be able to preserve them naturally. Um, it's just like you're you're adjusting the pH you're using specific ingredients that that will naturally preserve um, product and actually all of my products can sit on a shelf for a year without it ever growing anything crazy that you would not want to put on your skin so that's amazing that's the great part Mm -hmm. because even
0: even if I look at the products, some of the products I have it's you know get rid of them in six months which you know for so many of us we I mean, honestly, how often are we really cleaning out our drawers and throwing things away? I mean, until it starts to, you know, literally look like, you know, oh, wait, 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 it's getting hard. It's, like, You know, it's not good to be putting this on your face anymore, but I love the idea that your products allow you to be able to use them. You have written a lot on the topic of beauty products and me time. What do you think is your, you know, kind of that the biggest misnomer out there right now that women are doing with their products?
1: Well, I think the, the biggest thing is that women think they need this complicated of expensive skincare routine to really get results. And that is just not true.
0: So, yeah. So you think about women, especially, you know, in the mid zone And we, you know, all have kind of the same concerns. We've got the, forget about some of the fine lines. They're starting to get a little bit deeper and the crepey skin and the droopy skin. And there's a lot of products out there. um, You know, they always say like, uh, you know, retina um, is one of the best things. I find I can't use it because it just dries the heck out of my face. And so how do you use these natural products and can you get Actual benefit from a natural product to reduce lines and to reduce the creepiness.
1: Well, it's just like would you eat, would, would you expect to eat a salad and your body to feel better or a cheeseburger? It's a good, it's a good point. Right. It's a so, good point. Yeah. There are many plant-based alternatives to retinol that actually do help firm and stimulate collagen production and increase cellular turnover to help give your skin this, to transform from this dull, dry skin to this plump and glowiness where you feel confident enough to even go without makeup.
0: Oh, okay. We have to take a quick break. But when we get back, I really want to hit some of these other myths that people are really living by buying beauty products and they're spending money on things that are actually detrimental to their face and their inside. So when we come back, we're going to get into all of these things that you have to know if you are putting anything on your skin. This episode is brought to you by my very own Labor of Love, my most recent book, Relaunch. This book is a collection of my stories, other stories, and is a motivational guide to living a new 3HQ lifestyle, sparking your heart to ignite your life. It's available for purchase via Amazon. Get ready to try on the 3HQ method that I've been using for years throughout my entire life. Reaching the next level in all areas, both professionally and personally. Get your copy today at www.therelaunchbook.com. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are talking all things skin and we're going to start talking about what we can actually do to reduce the wrinkles and the creepiness and all that stuff that's not good stuff. We want we want it gone, but there's a better, healthier, more natural approach that gets even better results than all of the chemical products out there. So I have my guest, Kara Re- Reich. Oh, I love that. I, I think I nailed it. And I am so excited to be talking to her. This segment is going to be Fast and furious to make sure that we all know what we need to know in order to buy the best products for our face that are really going to impact not only the outside, but the inside as well. So welcome back. And Carol, we were starting to talk about products and my big question was, do they really work, right? Do these products really do as much as the chemical products that are out there that are not good for us, but- sometimes we get the, you know, we get the good results. So how do you feel about that?
1: So I would say um, your, let, let's let kind of switch up the narrative a little about, about what you're looking in the mirror, right? Yes, we might see fine lines. We might see, you know, a little bit of a creepiness. We might see some hyperpigmentation, but we need to focus on how we're speaking to ourselves first and foremost, For, first and foremost, because it doesn't matter what you're slathering on your skin. If your mental narrative is not where it needs to be, you're never going to feel beautiful no matter what you look like in the mirror.
0: Hmm. The mental narrative is so important. And we often talk about women that have a tough time going from self-sabotage, I really, you know, I'm not happy inside. And then trying to jump over to, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. It, it just, it's to so many. And I know for myself, when I was trying to do that years ago, it, it was virtually impossible. So I had to start with going from, I'm really not I'm not happy with myself to, hey, let's just like first, right? We're not going to go, we're not going to go to love all the way. Let's just like, and I started with, you know, very, very, so, hey, I like my hair. I like, like what else? Okay. I like my lashes. I like, and I just started to pull things out. And as you're saying with, you know, this mental narrative, you can't expect products Just to work on the outside, unless you're feeling better about yourself. And I've had people literally go through our relaunch program and they've done nothing except go through the program. And people have said, You look younger. My God, what's going on? You know, are you in love? Like, you know, what's happening? And the answer is, Yeah, I am. Self love, baby. (laughs) That's what makes me look so good. So, that I, you know, you have to, but then again, I'm going to keep going back. You obviously have tested products against each other. Yes. And do you, have you found in your research that you can get the same type of results?
1: That That's 100% not skating around the fact that you have to self-care first um, to really get products to work because that's not true. So I would say there is a plant-based alternative to retinol called called moth bean, and there are multiple studies out there that show moth bean is this. Why, why
0: are natural product names so weird? I mean, well, think about it, that moth bean.
1: Moth bean. It is. It's. It's a bean. It's a legume.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, that's. I love it. I love that, but it's just they're always like you know the um you know the toad of the rat or so it's like the weirdest names and you're like huh like who named (gasps) these all natural you know organic and (laughs) it's just funny. Okay so moth bean.
1: Yeah so moth bean is this magical Plant alternative to retinol. It stimulates collagen production. It increases cellular turnover. Um, it helps with acneic skin as well. So it's this wonderful ingredient that adapts to exactly what your skin needs. And I use Moth Bean in our number one product called Glow Getter. And Glow Getter is this gorgeous serum in lightweight moisturizer all in one. And you. Is that what uh,
0: you spritzed on your face that's when we first Exactly started. what
1: I spritzed on and you saw that my skin just instantly glowed. That it was sex.
0: incredible. I'm going to be, I'm going to be getting the glow getter because that was like, I saw you go literally, you're like, oh, okay, just a little bit of this. And I'm like, whoa, so great. Okay. Uh, so you actually put moth bean in, in this product and how yep. often are you spritzing it on?
1: Yep. So glow getter can be used twice a day morning and night now with retinol ladies you do not want to use a retinol product real retinol like uh retinol is a gold standard in skincare it it does amazing things to the skin it helps you know increase cellular turnover helps with acne it helps with wrinkles it does all the things however it can be very um uh, challenging for people with sensitive skin because it can cause dryness and cause flakiness and it's sun sensitive so you can't use it out in the sun so mm-hmm. glow getter is one of the products that has an abundance of vitamin C from cuckadoo plum and licorice extract and rose hip and grape seed oil and all of these wonderful ingredients that's that help um that, that are sun protective, they're antioxidants. So they feed your skin, mm-hmm. just like eating this delicious smoothie bowl for your body. You're basically putting all of these ingredients on your skin. So you're feeding your skin from the inside out. So that's going that you always want to look for products that have an abundance of vitamin C for um, antioxidant purposes as well.
0: So let's talk about some of these myths out there that you that you have really done a great job trying to make sure that you offer products that would, you know, common sense, right? What we think and we're like, oh, it just makes sense. But yet it's the opposite. So let's talk about some of these that you have identified and the solution around them.
1: Absolutely. So you always want to cleanse your skin before you go to bed. And I highly recommend an oil cleanser. Now, I know that sounds scary. You're slathering an oil on your face to cleanse, but it works every time because like attracts like. So when you're using an oil-based cleanser like Clean Slate, which is this amazing oily, buttery cleanser that melts away makeup, it really helps to um, dig deep into the pores to be able to pull pull excess oils and dirt and debris out of the skin. But it's not stripping your skin, which is another myth. People think that they Wait, before you move
0: on, I want to ask you this. So if, if we don't have oily skin right now, Okay, let's just say we're getting, you know, we're in our, you know, early 50s. Would oil be still okay? Or if like attracts like, do I really want to be giving up any of that oil in my skin right now?
1: Yep. So an oil based cleanser is non stripping. So you're not stripping your microbiome. So when you are 40 and 50 and 60 and 80 years old and your skin is less, dry and happy and drier, you want to feed it the natural oils. So what that's doing is helping to whisk away dirt and debris that's clinging to those oils and it removes it, but it's not stripping your microbiome. So your skin will be softer and glowier and healthier when you're cleansing with an oil-based cleanser.
0: Mm, So I have to ask you this. So years ago, I was in a hotel and I forgot my entire bag of, you know, products that I use. And so I was with um, a friend and we were staying in the same room and she said, "Um, you're not going to believe this. I forgot mine too. Like we both forgot, like it was the craziest. And she said, Hey, we should just call down and have them bring us up olive oil. And I thought olive oil, well, that's, that's really amazing. Like what, that's what we're going to use. And so we put it all over our face and then we you know, wiped it off. And then we put a little bit more as the moisturizer and went to bed. I have to tell you my skin in the morning was so like supple and moist and all that good stuff. I've never done it since, but like, is that legit?
1: Well, you're 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 reducing transepidermal water loss at night whenever you're using an oil. So, cl- um, clean slate, which is my. Which is a three-in-one product. It's your makeup remover. It's your overnight moisturizer. It's your cleanser. So Clean Slate is this gorgeous, lovely balm that, again, you're when you're cleansing your skin with an oil, you're you're feeding it what's what it needs, and then you're taking away what it doesn't need. And it's very adaptable for your skin, especially the ingredients that I'm using because I I I love using grapeseed oil and and rosehip seed oil. Olive oil I feel like is a little too heavy. For an everyday use for all skin types.
0: You know, it's um, interesting that you just said grapeseed is. I just recently moved to Boulder, Colorado, and I came from California and it is dry. I mean, I cannot put enough stuff on my face, it just sucks it in. And I was told to put grapeseed oil in my lotion as I'm, you know, kind of putting lotion all over my body. Mm-hmm. It has made such a difference. It's incredible. And you actually put that right into your
1: products. That's right. Yeah. Um, and talking about being dry, you cannot forget to hydrate your skin. So there's a difference, right? Pe- people think that hydrating and moisturizing is the same. It's not hydrating your skin is delivering water, water soluble ingredients into your skin. And then you want to lock that hydration in with a moisturizer or a facial oil, because that that's the way to trap in that hydration, because we want our skin cells to look like grapes, not like raisins.
0: Wow, that is really interesting. So you know, we, as we keep going, I know we're going to talk about, you know, simplifying um, as soon as we're done with, but I'd like to talk more about some of these myths again, because they're fascinating.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So another one is, um, under eye patches. We all, as we get older, we sleep less because we have more stress in our life. We get, you know, crepey lines and wrinkles underneath the eye, and and people go around with these like crazy eye, you know, under eye patches on you don't need those that, that that is that is something that the skincare industry has dreamed up to try Cara, to get to I'm problem.
0: laughing right now I'm in a hotel room and I have those in my bag <laughs> I did not use them this morning but as you're saying that I'm like oh, I have those. but you're saying you're saying we do not need those what do we need then if well, you wake up and you're like, whoa,
1: whoa, oh. well, you just need a good product that's going to help hydrate the under-eye and depuff the under eye. Mm. The eye patches, they're, they're the under-eye patches, yes, they, they 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 can work, but if you have just a couple of simple of products, you just slather that on underneath the eye and you're fine. So again, you want to look for an eye cream that is hydrating and moisturizing at the same time. You want to look for ingredients that have coffee or ginseng or cucumber because all of those will help depuff the under eye, brighten up dark circles and help with crepey okay, fine lines. So line.
0: that's why you always see cucumbers on the eyes. That's
1: right. That's right. Yep, cucumber, because cucumber it,
0: it has something in it that helps to depuff.
1: That's that's correct. There's a couple of different yes. properties that help, help help to soothe and depuff the under eye.
0: That's, that's amazing. Okay. So give us another one of these.
1: Yep. Ones. So, so more on that. So you would take a little bit of an eye cream and then mm-hmm. take that little bit of clean slate and just pat underneath the eye. And that's exactly what your under eye patches are doing, but then you don't have to throw away your eye patch. Mm,
0: okay. So I can still use it, but I should get a better product to be using every day.
1: You got, got it. it. You okay. got it. Um. Another thing you should throw away makeup wipes. Don't use makeup wipes because you know have you ever like uh, you see a makeup wipe that has ingredients on it but the problem is a lot of times you're just shoving all of that dirt debris and makeup deeper into the pore you're not really removing um anything using a makeup wipe
0: hmm that's really interesting cuz they seem so convenient
1: they 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 are they're very convenient however
0: but they're not really doing the job
1: right think again like how convenient is fast food
0: mm.
1: and what is it really doing to your body
0: that's a very good point okay so give us another
1: yep sheet masks sheet masks they they look all bougie right they're they're this they're this um cotton that is filled with all of these serums, right? And then you put them on and you feel so glorious and magical. Yeah. And then you take that sheet, mac- sheet mask and you throw it away. All yeah. you need is a good hydrating facial mist and a serum and your moisturizer. And that's really all you need, ladies.
0: Mm, so you're saying stop wasting all this money on these excess products and just get, the, get to the foundation right now and get the best products to start with
1: you got it. And now here, here's one thing that I would say is Botox and fillers. They're everywhere. Everyone gets Botox. Everyone gets fillers, but you know what works just as good? A facial massage.
0: Ooh, tell a, us about that.
1: A daily facial massage to stimulate your muscles. It's just like going to the gym, right? You're, you're lifting weights, your, um, pumping your muscles to get them firmer and firmer and firmer. That's what a facial massage does to your face. It helps to contour the face, lift the face. It stimulates blood flow, which stimulates collagen production. So a good facial massage, something uh, you can even get a device that has microcurrent and red light therapy, and that stimulates collagen production, increases elasticity, as well as um, increase the cellular turnover so you always get this dewy, glowy, lifted, contoured look without botox and fillers.
0: So if you don't want to buy the machine or can you do it you you through it. For those that are watching this on video, you're seeing that she has her hands. Yeah. How do you how do you do it? How do you so actually
1: There I've got a great blog on me botanicals.com that walks you through a couple of different facial massage, but just Be intuitive, always going upward, outward motions, because you want to lift, lift, lift those muscles. And it's just, you know, just simple little movements that you're doing. How long should you be doing this? Um, Use it as your me time, three to four minutes, five minutes in the evening, a few times a week is just like going to the spa.
0: Okay, so we have to take a quick break, but when we come back, there are a couple questions that I have wanted to talk to you about. I've been thinking about it, and for everyone out there, you're not going to want to miss these questions. You know how I love to give you all the goods. You're going to get the goods when we come back. This episode is brought to you by my very own Labor of Love, my most recent book, Relaunch. This book is a collection of my stories, other stories, and is a motivational guide to living a new 3HQ lifestyle, sparking your heart to ignite your life. It's available for purchase via Amazon. Get ready to try on the 3HQ method that I've been using for years throughout my entire life, reaching the next level in all areas, both professionally and personally. Get your copy today at www.therelaunchbook.com. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are talking all things skin and the last bit you got to go back and listen to because she's giving all these amazing, you know, what we think is true is not true when it has to do with the products we're putting on our face. But right now what we're talking about is this massage and you're saying three to four minutes, Cara, is all you really need. Just Give yourself, you know, go up, upwards and massage it out. Are there also exercises that you can do for your face besides just massage?
1: Well, I am sure you can look up all sorts of different facial yoga Um, Because think about whenever we're exercising our muscles, we are contouring them, we're toning them, we're tightening them. That's the exact same thing as different facial massages and different facial exercises. Um, Now, I am not uh, gifted enough to talk about all the different facial massages, but our uh, facial exercises. But I know that anything that you're doing to really contour and shaping and stimulate that muscle is what is very important to help. Lift and tone and tighten.
0: What about those jade rollers? Or now they're coming in all these different colors and rose um, quartz and different things. Do those actually work?
1: Well, they do a great job at depuffing the skin, but they're almost like a rolling pin, right? You know, like a rolling pin that you would roll out dough. You're 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 rolling the muscle. You're rolling the skin. Um, rolling the fascia, that's great to depuff. I don't really think they're doing too much to really lift and contour the muscle.
0: Got it. Okay. So let's talk about one more myth that you really think is, you know, people are leaning into and it's not good for them.
1: Yep. A lot of women think that natural deodorants do not work. So <laughs> they continue to reach for mainstream deodorants that have aluminum in it that actually block you from sweating. So when, did, when did we decide that sweating was a bad thing? Sweating helps to decrease toxins in your, your body. It help, It's a natural thing. Thing that your body does and why would we want to stop something that your body naturally does it does it for a reason and when we're blocking sweating underneath our armpits from um aluminum that's actually not great for your body and natural deodorants do work you just have to find exactly what works for you
0: it is interesting because years ago i I've always been like, especially when I was younger in my twenties and thirties, I mean, I was the one who definitely sweat in my, remember silk blouses were all the rage. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. oh God, that's like the worst thing. And so I did, I started using like certain dry at night and What I found though, is that my underarms were just getting all like red and rashy. So I went on this huge quest and I heard that aluminum was um, uh, associated with Alzheimer's and my grandfather had just passed from Alzheimer's. So I'm like, I need to go the natural route. And I tried a bunch of different products and you're right they, I believe that they, you know, they really didn't work. But then I found a product and I've been using it for about a year, but I've noticed recently that it's starting to give me rashes again underneath my arm. Now I don't sweat nearly as much as I used to. Well, that's not true. I'm pre. My perimenopause. So I'm sweating, but I'm sweating all over my body, not just in like my pits. So I don't have that. That's not my problem anymore. I got other things, but I love what you're saying about your, you know, this, this concept around, we, we assume that, you know, we're going to stop the sweat, but in some ways I kind of want to stop the sweat, right? I mean, we don't want pit stains in, you know, our clothes. So what do you recommend and how do we get through it? And why are all these natural products still, you know, they, they don't really smell that great. And you do have like, you know, this smell that comes out <laughs> now. I, now I don't, but I, you know, years ago. Yeah. Heck it was right. like, Ooh, what is that? Oh, it's me.
1: <laughs> well, so two things. One sweat actually doesn't stink. It's the bacteria that feeds on sweat that stinks.
0: Mm. So that, makes odor- feel, that makes me feel really good.
1: <laughs> so,
0: I got a lot of bacteria. Well, <laughs>
1: bacteria love dark, damp, humid places. And mm-hmm. God, that's a good place for bacteria to be underneath your pits. Dark, mm-hmm. damp, and humid. Mm-hmm. So you want to look for ingredients like zinc and magnesium that help neutralize the bacteria and neutralize the odor. So guess what? They have nothing to breed on. They can't multiply and replicate. So that's gonna help to one, reduce the odor, but two, you wanna look for absorbing ingredients to help mitigate the sweat. We're not stopping the sweat, we're just absorbing the sweat so you're dry. You're gonna look for arrowroot powder. You're gonna look for clays, but mostly arrowroot powder um, or tapioca powder. Do try to steer away from baking soda because that is what causes the irritation and the redness and the rashiness that happens underneath the armpit because it increases your pH levels underneath um, underneath the armpit. The reason that we're increasing that pH is because we're trying to kill that bacteria. So bacteria can't live. However, you're wrecking the microbiome, which, you know, you've heard me say microbiome a couple of times. We want to feed our microbiome. We want to give it probiotics to be able to um, fight off bad bacteria. Just like we have gut health, we have healthy skin microbiome. So again, stay away from... Baking soda, look for zinc, look for magnesium, look for arrowroot powder, look for products that have probiotics in them, because that's going to help to increase the healthy bacteria that live on your skin hmm. that helps increase your healthy microbiome.
0: It really is interesting. And I also heard that when you are switching over from, you know, over you know, the over-the-counter, the ones that you're seeing in the stores, and you're switching to an all-natural. You have to give it, you know, about 30 days of this. And then once, and I did this when I switched over to this last time. And it really I noticed that I I don't smell, like I don't smell anymore, but I am getting this, you know, kind of rashy feel. So you actually have a product that is a deodorant. Yeah. And it, it's one that you highly recommend. And is it because you have all those great ingredients and you're not causing the rash and all that?
1: Correct. And, and, and the reason why I had to create clean, um, it's called Cool as a Cucumber. And the reason I had to create Cool as a Cucumber is because I actually am not in perimenopause. I am in menopause. Mm-hmm. I had my ovaries removed a, a few years ago. So I started becoming... Stinky and sweaty. All of a sudden, after my ovaries removed, thank you, hot flashes. And I thought, God, Kara, you're smart. You know how to formulate. We have got to make a natural deodorant that works. So, I hit the books, hit the research, played around for a long time, and I realized that if I combined certain things at certain percentages, that they worked, and they didn't wreck your microbiome. They didn't cause rashiness and they actually neutralized the odor and helped absorb um, absorb the the moisture and here's the best part i made my stinky sweaty husband use them and from a guy that will use an aluminum based deodorant and antiperspirant he loved cool as a cucumber and he uses it today and he says god how come i don't stink and i'm like it's magic oh
0: god Uh, i love that that is so good But as we're, as we're, you know, this is important because I'm writing down all these products. How do I simplify my beauty routine? What, what can I do? What are, are there base products that like, Hey, just use these and you're going to get the results. And the rest is just all like, you know, it's the, it's it's the sprinkles on the top.
1: You got it. So three great products that you really just need a good cleanser, one that doesn't strip your skin and doesn't make your skin feel tight and dry after using it number one. Number two, you want a good hydrating facial mist. A lot of women think that a toner is just like, you don't really need it. You skip it. Well, actually your skin absorbs your moisturizers and serums way better when your skin is hydrated. Again, we want our skin Mm -hmm. cells looking like grapes, not, not, um, little raisins raisins right little raisins so we want to mist our skin with this plump hydrating facial mist and then you want to lock it all in with a moisturizer so I kind of take it one step further because I know women love serums because serums are where the magic happens you've got these teeny little molecules full of all of these nutrient all these nutrient-rich antioxidants that feed your skin. Well, I created Glow Getter because I needed a moisturizer and a serum in one product because I wanted a simple three-step routine giving, giving you exactly what your skin needs for this youthful glow. So cleanser, a facial mist, and a good moisturizer. And if you can find a moisturizer that has a serum in it, you have done double duty with three products.
0: And can you use the, you know, a lot of times we have night cream, day cream, midday cream, all these creams. Can you use the same product in the morning and night?
1: Morning and night. These three, I call them the Simplify to Glow Set. Um, and these three products, it's all you really need. And the cool thing is Clean Slate doubles as your overnight moisturizer. So you're literally going to use it to cleanse with. And then you're going to mist on your facial mist, which is phytotonic, slather on your glow getter. And at night, you're going to take just a teeny bit of that and press it in. Yes. I always say you're going to glaze up like a donut. And that's what prevents your transepidermal water loss, which is just a fancy way of saying losing hydration. And we all want to make sure that hydration stays in your skin. So it's plump and beautiful. We love that. You have that youthful glow. Carrot,
0: this has been. So awesome. How can people find your product, products, and deodorant? That's right.
1: All the good things. Go to me time, botanicals.com. And actually, we are running our holiday magic sale between now and November 30th, where you're going to get 20% off. Plus, I have a special new product. It's a lip and cheek color in one that you're going to get free with an $80 purchase. So run, ladies, run.
0: (laughs) That is so great. Thank you again for all of this incredible information. And for those that are hungry for a little bit more, go over to Facebook and get into the relaunch effect. I give products that I love uh, once a week. Tell it like it is Tuesday. I give tips on business That's the place that you can hear more about this. I'm going to be recommending your product. I will use it, then recommend it and look forward to, um, you know, I, I love new things too. So I will definitely be doing that as well. Next week, I have someone that we're going to go deep into. How about this? Ever wonder what goes on when you're sleeping and the dreams, or if you don't have dreams? Well, next week, we're going to hear all about that, hear about mind, body, soul, making sure that we're elevating ourselves. So do not miss it. And again, if you're loving what you're hearing, make sure you are hitting that follow, hit that subscribe. Let us know that you are five-star type of reviews on this show. So thanks again, everyone. Live now, love now, relaunch now. Take care. Until next week. You've just heard another episode of the Relaunch Podcast. If something shared in this episode resonated with you, please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review. And share this episode with others to inspire them to take the small steps that lead to a life full of purpose and possibility. And remember... You can have immediate access to the show notes and any giveaways at therelaunchco.com backslash podcast. Until next week, now is your time to relaunch your transition into a transformation.